Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One, two, three. It's a hard Knicks life. It is a hard Knicks life. A hard Knicks life. Oh, it's a hard Knicks life. It's a hard Knicks life. It is a hard Knicks life. A hard Knicks life. Oh, it's a hard Knicks life. What up, Knicks fans? And what is up, Barry motherfucking D? What is up, Craig? And good day to Jay, a.k.a. Blanderson Hooper. Good day to you as well, Craig. You look so fucking handsome tonight, Blandy. Thank you. I, I, I did my hair up and everything. What do you mean you did it up? <laughs> I'm just kidding. How's that, how's that private bathroom going? You sent it to me and Barry a photo of it. I did. I Barry, did. was it everything you imagined? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Blandy, can you put it up here on your, in your background so everyone can see it? Everyone wants to know what it looks like. Really? I don't, can you do, do I it? Have that this picture? is Blandy's I, private bathroom. I, I can find the... I at guess, school I, that he talked about a couple... What was that, two weeks ago? I mm. texted that to you, right? We talked about yeah. it a few times now. The one that he races to get to school early. Not anymore. Or he used to. He used to, to beat this Not other anymore. guy. No, Blandy is thrilled, thrilled that this co-worker of his... Had had heart surgery. Had a literal which heart. Got him out no, not of his a bathroom. heart surgery. He had a heart transplant. A heart transplant. So now and he's how's he doing? How's he doing? It's not I, he's still alive, from what I know. What's well, funny? Most but, people like race to get to work to get the good parking spot. You're trying to get the good toilet. Yeah. There oh. it is. That is Blandy's bathroom. Look at you. <laughs> this is almost like a Barry's original podcasting setup now. Almost, but I mean that's right? a more of an industrial Back in the, bathroom. The old house. See, this is the door I walk. the The door I walk in on is, is uh, I guess to my well, on the right side of my head, like the actual right side, and uh, yeah. And then you walk in. You got a nice big room, and then there's the extra room there, which is the bathroom. So it's great. And that's yeah. basically where you spend the first like half hour of your workday. I don't know about half hour, but the first fifteen to twenty minutes, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Every day. Every single day. Every single You're that day. regular. You're that regular, huh? Yes. Yes, I am. I get Good to work, and that's where I go, straight there. Hmm. <laughs> Did you guys ever pull shit. up in your cars in the parking lot, see, like, make eye contact, and then both, like, <laughs> speed walk trying to get to that bathroom first or anything remotely close to that? I've had that, not in the beginning of the day, but during the day, yes. I You could tell With when him? somebody else is going, and you have to, like, beat them. And you would it. try to beat them there? Yeah, I've had that happen. <laughs> I don't know if you could tell, but if you look all the way in the back in the mirror in the bathroom, you could see me taking the picture of the bathroom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing nobody walked in on that. Uh, uh, Mr. D'Angelo, what are you doing taking photos of the bathroom? Uh, all right. Well, remember to leave us some ratings and reviews wherever you listen to the show or watch the show. Get your Hardening Life merch at hardeningslife.threadless.com. And check out our YouTube channel, link in the description below. And please, subscribe to the one podcast, guys, where the romance is still alive. I love you guys.
That's so sweet. Much. Do you love me? Are you talking to us? I thought you were talking about to, yeah. to the listeners. You love them so much. Oh, I love the listeners too. Yeah, we all love each. We got your. This is your your pillow talk. Love voice. each other. <laughs> this is pillow talk. I mean, I do pillow talk voice for every time we do this part of the show. That's true. You do. But the real romance I'm talking about mm. is between two great parts of our show, Janie and Ralph. Mm. Blandy, play voicemail number one. This is Janie. I would like to say happy anniversary to my favorite Knicks fan. It's been 17 years of Knicks fandom for me. Before that, I never um, uh, rooted for them even once. But with marriage, you take the good and you take the bad. So go Knicks and go Ralph. I love you best, sweetie pie. Well, <laughs> Oh, that's cute. So they've been married 17 years. It's not as long as I would have thought. 17 years. And think about that. Janie has been a, she, a Knicks fan for 17 years. That's fucking miserable. Ralph. 17 Ralph. miserable years. Think about that. At least we had the 90s to enjoy. She's got, no, she's got nothing. And she has embraced it. She's not just a wife who lets her husband be miserable. She does it with him. That's fucking love right there. It's true. It's that time of the year as college basketball takes center stage with the tournament finally upon us. If you're looking to wager this year, Bet Online is the number one spot for all your updated odds and info, along with great contests, including bracket contests, where you have a chance to take home the top prize. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, to get started. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs including live betting and your favorite vegas casino games bet online where the game starts guys basketball yes it's fun again i'm not falling asleep during i didn't fall asleep the whole charlotte game i mean it started at 7 p.m and i was able to start on time so that <laughs> might have a lot to do with it but guys a mysterious injury to julius randall after he had really weird moment at the end of the utah jazz game which i still don't know Exactly what happened, Barry? Do you know what happened there? No, I don't. Okay, you know, it, it looked like it looked like Rudy Gobert just kind of like you know put his hand on Julius as if to say you know good game type of thing, and like Randall like pushed it off like get get off of me, and then just escalated. And that's the last time we saw Randall on the court. We've seen him on the bench, but since then, Obi Toppin's been starting. Then the last game there was no Mitch, so Jericho Sims and Obi Toppin started. Evan Fournier broke the Knicks three point. Record in a season previously held by John Stark. So fucking excited about that. Man, did this dude just did this? He did this. RJ Barrett with his third 30 plus point game in his last five games. Obi with 18 points, 11 rebounds in 40 fucking minutes. Tibbs played Obi Top in 40 minutes. Unreal. Against Charlotte. Who would have thought? Never in a, not, in a regulation out, game, in a non-overtime game, <laughs> even with Randall out, who the hell would have thought? No, I would have bet my life that would not ne not happen ever. Right. Obi gets forty. Yep. The Knicks get thirty assists without their top assist man in Julius Randall. There was great ball movement. Everyone was sharing. The offense was flowing, putting yep. up a lot of points. How many points did we have in the first quarter? There forty. Mucho. 40 first quarter points without Julius Randle, our leading scorer. 
I cannot believe fucking Tom Thibodeau, who, by the way, is going to be on the show later, believe it or not. He's never done a fucking oh. podcast. Well, this isn't the real Tom Thibodeau, but fake Tibbs is coming <laughs> later. I don't want to fucking lie to anybody here. <laughs> Last week was all about fucking honesty, so I'm going to start lying. That's right. Fake Tibbs is here. He's coming later. We're going we're gonna to grill him about this. But guys, he denied us this all season long. Are you angry, Barry? Are you fucking angry? Is this not a better brand of basketball to watch? Oh, I know it's just one game. 100%. Let's not, let's not, should we overreact from one game? Let's fucking no. overreact about one game. Why not? <laughs> Go ahead. Well, what well, else we don't have that many games left to overreact to, so let's fucking overreact. Yeah, no, it's a much more fun game of basketball. I mean, the ball moves, you know. Again, when you have Randall, the ball stops. You know, he dribbles, he dribbles, he dribbles. Now, he's not always selfish, right? He looks to create, he looks to draw the double, kick it out. But with this particular group of guys on the floor, yeah, we see the ball move and move and move and guys are moving. You know, you're not just standing and watching, you're creating. So much more enjoyable to watch. It's still hard to get that invested in games that are truly meaningless. It's like, what are they playing for? Yes, we, we want to see how much more is there to develop from these guys. Deuce is going to get his minutes. Jericho Sims is definitely still learning with every minute he's out on the court. But it's hard to get really into these games knowing that the outcome is truly meaningless. And if anything, you can make the case that a loss is better than a win. So it's... You that, play that part to win difficult. the game. And that's obviously what these guys are doing. But as a fan... Again, it's it's hard, and and, and it, you know you don't want to root to lose. We want to see these guys do well, especially now is their chance to perform. So we want to see that. So it's it's tough. You, you know, you you just watch and right. we're invested. You don't root for them to lose, but if they lose, who cares? Right. If they lose, it's not even who cares. It's like, man, it's kind of it's better it's that they lost. But <laughs> listen, but let's face it, Charlotte Charlotte is playing for something right now. Right? They're they're yes. they're in the play in right now. They're only I'm looking at the standings right now. They're a game out of the eighth eighth seed behind Brooklyn. So that game was important for them. And we've not I mean, I think the last time we played Charlotte, they they pretty much smacked us around, right? Mm. So then that night with our with our young kids playing and Obi playing forty minutes, Randall not being there, for us to get that win and I know that Charlotte made it really made it close at one point, but we were we we're kicking their ass with our young kids. Yeah, I think that and, and means RJ even though the... it's meaningless for us, it, it was a big game for them, and we pretty much destroyed them most of the game. That and like the last two games when Julius isn't out there, RJ is the clear cut alpha. You know, every second that he's in the game, he is the alpha. You know, it's 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 never okay. Julius is going to take it here. RJ is going to take it here. It's all RJ, and it's great to see that. This is huge for him. Right, you know, extremely meaningful basketball for him. But um, yeah, seeing Obi Toppin get eighteen, RJ had thirty. Burks had a good game too. Burks has been playing well without Randall in there, and I hear some people say that Burks plays well with Julius, but it seems like he's playing really well without him. Actually, who the fuck isn't playing really well without Julius Randall? Right out there. Yeah, everyone's playing better without him, which is really strange when he leads the team in assists. And we talk about every, everything he does. He leads the Knicks in almost every category. Yeah. Yet they seem to play better without him. Pretty much. Weird. I mean, you know, you hear the expression like dribbling the air out of the ball, which Julius does sometimes, but it's almost like he's taking the air out of the team. You know, it's like everybody could breathe better now. They they have more movement now. You know, they, they can expand their games. So he's suffocating sometimes as, as you know, as – Beneficial sometimes that he could be with his, you know, facilitating and his rebounding and, you know, 
and, and, and sometimes spraying out the ball to guys, it's as we've seen a lot of this season, it's you know more bad than good, especially with this particular group of guys around him. Yeah, and as you said, the biggest thing I think when he's in the game is that first of all, he eats up so many minutes because Tibbs plays him the entire night. So it really does take away minutes from guys like Obi. But when he's in the game, the ball sticks with him, right? And he might ultimately end up passing or passing out of a double team to someone who's open for three, which is great and all. But the offense isn't, like the other players aren't as engaged in the offense. Against Charlotte, the ball was flying around the perimeter, which I feel like you never see typically with the Knicks. It was a different team. Yeah. And at this point in the season with nine games left and nothing to play for, are you really going to see 100% effort from Julius Randle? Why, why would you? I mean, the guy's playing somewhat hurt, you know, when he when he had been in there. So why is he going to give all that effort for what? Yet the younger guys, they have a lot to prove. You know, they're playing for Tom Thibodeau. They're playing for their future. They're playing for their careers in this league. So those guys are going to give it all, you know, no matter what. You're not going to get that from Randle. So I mean, Personally, I hope that they shut Randall down the rest of the season. I don't know how severe the squad injury is, but, you know, hopefully they'll shut him down. But what's sad is Randall's been up and down this season, right? And there have been times where we've questioned his effort. And he wasn't, even when the games did count, he wasn't playing like they did. Mm-hmm. And it's it's honestly depressing to me that the kids are on the bench and they they have a lot to prove. And I think that when they do play, they play with so much energy. And that's one of the reasons the bench has outshined the starting unit like all season. So to just see this glimmer of hope and and this fun again, this late in the season when games are meaningless, I think it, it bugs a lot of Knicks fans to see it this late when there's no point. Yeah. Do, do you guys, th- I know that we're going to talk to Tibbs about this, fake Tibbs about this, but is Julius hurt? Or do we think he's like shut down for a little bit or he just needs a, a mental break? from what happened against the Jazz. It's really weird timing. I think the mental break thing is accurate. I I would put money on that within a few weeks of the end of the season, you're going to see an article written by Julius Randle in the, um, what's the name of that? Players' Tribune. The Players' Players Tribune. Tribune. Yeah, where he's going to talk about, you know, mental health. Being injured? Mental health? I think it's going to be mental health, man. You know, first of all, how hot-headed has he been this entire season, right? Anything sets him off. The fact that Kendra Randall, you know, spoke out and said something means it's probably hitting close to home, a lot of this shit, and he's bringing it home with him and it's affecting him. I mean, for her to to go out and say something and, like, even bring more attention to it, it's got to be affecting him at home. And if it's doing that and it's in his head that much... I bet you it's stuff that he's really dealing with. And, and I, I I don't think it's the last time that we're going to hear about, you know, mental health and Julius Randle. Yeah, because she feels the need to come to his defense. Right. And, and, and really why would she unless that. it was really yeah. eating right. him? You know, he could say that he leaves he leaves everything on the basketball court and he goes home. It's with his family time. But, I mean, there's some stuff, you know, if you're deeply affected, you can't get rid of that. You know, he's it's been, be with he's been fined like 150 grand, I think, total this year. Like a like a crazy amount, like five or six times he's been fined. Mm. So, I mean, he's not the same guy. Yeah. And you've seen moments like what happened against the Jazz at various points of the season where he's, we don't even know, understand what happened. Right. And the Jazz players aren't that upset. The other Knicks aren't that upset. And there's Julius like slapping arms and hands away from his own coaches to right. keep from restraining him like, Fucking really angry. And no one else around him 
the opposition, his teammates, yeah. the coaches. He's the only one. Yeah. Like nobody even understood what was going on. And he's fucking so angry. He's slapping them away. Yeah. Which is to me, yeah, like a clear sign of something is not right. Yeah. You can't I mean, be the it, only one that angry. Right. Call it anger management, you know, call it mental health, but you know, whatever whatever you know you want to attach to it. There's something deeper, you know, emotionally going on. Go Baron Donovan Mitchell look at him like Like, dude, yeah. <laughs> right, what, exactly. What like, is what? going on? What what the fuck are you doing? Who are you? <laughs> you know? Did you see? Uh, did you see Adonis Haslam and Jimmy Butler? Yeah. Oh yeah. And Spolstra. Yeah. And then Eric Spolstra like, got in on that. Yeah. yeah. That that was entertaining. He, he was like, well, the coach was like, "I'm not gonna. What do you think? I'm gonna fucking fight, <laughs> fight you? you? I'm not gonna fight yeah. you? Right. <laughs> I'd love to know. Uh, you couldn't see what Jimmy Butler was saying. I would have loved to see what he was fucking doing. You saw the back of his head. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, they, you know, the media couldn't get to him after that game. They they talked to Spo. You know, but they couldn't talk to, to Butler. They didn't talk to UD. Well, he said it was about what they were eating after the game, right? Where they were right, going for joked. dinner? Yeah, he joked where they were going for dinner. Who said that? Spol. Spolster did when they asked him at the post game. You know, and then he said that, you know, everybody's very competitive. Everybody wants to win. You know, a bunch of bullshit. Frank Isola had a good tweet, like right as that was going on or right after that, you know, was gone. He said, I think we're going to have to, you know, pump the brakes for at least 24 hours on this Miami Heat culture, you know. Because that's all you hear about Miami is the great culture. And then you see, you know, toxicity there, just like you see anywhere else. Yeah. Or is it just like, I mean, we don't know what they were arguing about, but are they just- They're well, also in the end of a 19 run. They're very competitive. Right. They, they, they're a great basketball team. They're they're like, their competitive juice of, juices are fucking And they were flow, getting their ass you know? kicked. They were getting their ass kicked by and a Golden State team. And they got their ass kicked the previous game State. too. Yeah. Yep. By, by, by an Embiidless and Hardenless yeah. uh, so, Philly. You know. And then you know, no Steph Curry, no Clay Thompson, no Draymond in this game against them. And, and they're holding. They are they still the first? They're the number one, right? Still, Miami is. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, they're they clinging like to the first on, seed. Uh, they're losing games that they probably shouldn't be losing. It gets tense. Yeah, that's like I don't think that's a sign of any bad culture or anything. They're just fucking competitive. Right. The thing is, what exactly was said? You know, that's the whole thing. Maybe uh, Jimmy Butler said something about Udonis Haslam being like 55 years old. And, you know, maybe that's what they got into it about. You know who yeah. likes old men? Oh, who? Tommy Thibodeau, who's here. Was that a great transition? <laughs> Actually, before we go to Tom Thibodeau, I'd like to go to one of our sponsors, Athletic Greens. Ah, mm. Athletic Greens. You know, tons of people take multivitamins, mm. Craig. You take multivitamins? No. A lot do of people you? do, and it's important to choose one that is top quality. I don't, but if I did, Craig, I would take Athletic Greens. You Shouldn't know why? Should we take them? I think we should take them. Jay, do you take multivitamins? You should. Um, no, I take like um, no, I take like those uh, airborne things like every day, you know, to help with your immune system. But I don't take vi vitamins. Well, that's totally different, okay. Jay. Yeah. yeah, that's so irrelevant. <laughs> I know, but you know what's good, good about you. Athletic Greens? It's <laughs> lifestyle friendly. It fits a wide range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial anything. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash believe. Can These I ask a quick not question? Been evaluated by the... Well, I was doing the disclaimer. Well, let him do the legal. I was going to say, what is the? How does the FDA feel about this? What does the FDA have anything to say bad about this? It's 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 seventy five high quality vitamins, minerals, and superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens, 
All good, all stuff. good stuff. All good stuff. I, I will probi- tell you good though. Your, good for your I will shits, tell you. Probiotics. Right. I will tell you these statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. So. Oh. But these products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Athletic Greens, take ownership of your health. <laughs> wow. It's really good, get that man. backdrop up, Tommy Thibodeau. Oh, look at that. He looks just like him. That the background just changes the whole thing. Is this how you're going to look? You're not going to change any clothing or anything? No. Can you thin out your hair really quickly? No. No? Can you like hunch over? <laughs> he likes to also go like this with his arms. He puts his arms across the table. All right, Thibodeau. Thibodeau's here. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. Yeah, we're going to ask some questions. Actually, Twitter. Twitter questions from the listeners, Tom. You ready, Tom? Yeah, let's, let's go. Thanks for joining us. You're welcome. Before we even get started, how are you feeling after last night? Feels good to get a win. Look, game's going to keep coming. You know, uh, there's no end. Just got to keep going out there. Be consistent. Just play the game. So our first question is from, let me pull this up here. Our first question is from, oh, I think this is from Dr. Dickey. Huh. Is that Dr. Dickey? No. Dr. what now? All right, the first question. Sorry, the first question is: Who is the goat, MJ, or is it Alexander Eugene Burks, the greatest of all time? You know, when it comes to being the goat, I think you got to measure a guy beyond championships and all star appearances. Really take into account if you could play different roles and be successful, and that's what Alec has done for us. So I'd have to give the slight edge to AB over Mark Jackson. Wow. Over Mark Jackson? We talked right, about Michael a, Jordan. Oh, I thought I thought it was Mark Jackson. <laughs> MJ? You thought MJ was Mark Jackson, Tom? Sure. So obsessed with the Knicks, you thought it was Mark Jackson? Yep. Doesn't change wow, my answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is from Dr. Dickey. Why were you so against the Reddish move? According to reports, you were against the Knicks trading for Cam Reddish. Look... Number one, he's only been in the league three years, so he's still learning the game. And then you put him into a new system like the one we have here in New York, and it's a lot to ask for someone to just pick up all the nuances of what he needs to do for us. He'd have to learn that when Julius has the ball, he needs to stand far away and don't move. He'd have to ascertain that when RJ has the ball, he needs to stand far away and don't move. He'd have to figure out when we run our offense, most of the time, it means just stand behind the three-point line. These things aren't easy to teach, Craig. And you can't put that on the kid. You don't want players that need to learn. Look, they'll get their time. They'll get their opportunity. Just not under me. <laughs> do you let the young kids play in practice? You do, right? Of course. Of course, I got to. You do? Yeah. The, the vets need someone to play against. That's right. All right. You're learning. You're a quick learner. <laughs> is Evan Fournier the best shooting Nick of all time? I'll be honest. I'm a little biased on this one. Some of my favorite things are French. French fries, French crullers, French toast, Rudy Gobert. I get my left testicle to have him make on my defense. So do I think Fournier is the best shooting Nick of all time? Yes. Other than Alfred Payton. Wow, that's high praise for Elf. Better than Starks. Better than Starks. Who has the three-point record, Craig? Better than Alan Houston. 
Alan Houston might be your boss right now. Is Alan Houston considered your boss? He's better shooter than Alan Houston. It goes JD, Leon Rose, <laughs> World Wide West, then me. Alan Houston's running around with Latrell Sprewell, Larry Johnson, Johnson. I don't know what they do. They got these offices with their names on them. I don't know what they do back there. Is Latrell Sprewell in the Knicks office right now? Because I see him at every game. Is he He's part of the Knicks? He's been in a Knicks? lot of games recently. Marcus Camby's been there, Bernard King. There's been a lot of them. Why don't you play the young guys? They play with more energy, and especially that we've been losing. We got to look to the future and stop playing all these vets. But I've seen enough. We got to see a lot more Obi minutes. Speaking of that, how do you think Obi played the other night? How did he look? Who? Obi. Who's Obi? Obi Toppin. Of number number one. Uh, yeah, Obi was terrific for us. You know, he, he brings high energy. The three ball was falling for him early. You got to remember, when guys are out, other guys are going to get their opportunity to play. But if he and the other young guys want to continue to get minutes, they got to earn them. And by earn them, I mean there's got to be nobody else available to play. <laughs> uh, that's That's pretty spot on. All right, your your favorite player, Julius Randle. How is he feeling right now? We know that he's he's not playing. He had a little bit of a meltdown after the, at the end of the Jazz game. How's your boy doing? Julius is Julius. He's coming along. We've been watching a lot of film, but more importantly, we've been working with, uh, we've been working with our analytics team and crunching the numbers. And you know, normally I play Julius twelve minutes in the first quarter. But we're trying to figure out how to get him 14 minutes in the first quarter. We're going to figure it out. So you're going to play him 14 minutes in the quarter? We're, we're trying. We're crunching the numbers, Craig. And you think that's possible? I, th- I think it's possible. I think uh, I think we'll find a way. Will he have to play someone else's minutes in addition to his 12? <laughs> you might be onto something. That there, might Craig. be what you we're need to do. You take two minutes from RJ, give him to Julius. Mm. Can I? Can we do that? If we could do that, I'm going to look into that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Is there anything else you want to say before we wrap this thing up here? Yeah. Yeah. If, if Mark Berman is listening, hey, Mark, mm. you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding, Mark. No, you're not. Yes, you are. You're, you're, you're an asshole, Mark. <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. No, you're not. Yeah. yeah Where did you, you get this? Where did, where, how long have you been practicing that Thibodeau laugh? Do that again. Were you like Lee? <laughs> Is that how he laughs? I've never seen him do that. Yeah. Have you been studying him? Yeah, he, he insults Mark Berman, and then he looks at somebody and he and he laughs. So somebody on the side. Mark Berman right. is an asshole. Guys, you want to hear some voicemails? Oh yeah, I do. I'll fucking play them. Go oh okay. It. Okay. Jesus. Here we go. Hi, guys. It's your boy teacher here. Uh, I know I wasn't here for a long time, uh, but I don't really know what to say about after this season. Um, I mean, uh, 100% on, on Barry's side, I'm not here for rooting for losses. To the point guard situation, um, you have not talked about it. I think, uh, but what you are thinking about Malcolm Proctum? I know <laughs> this will be very difficult to get him and he's very expensive, but 
this will be a point guard or could be a point guard who can help us a lot. Not only because he's a great orchestrator, but he's really also a big time defender and we we'll really need a big time defender on the point guard position. To the Mitch situation, um, I'm also with, with Barry. Yes, I'm into it to keep him, but not for a part of Uh, 16 or 70 millions, that's really too much, I think. 12 millions, 30 millions, that's okay for me. But when we keep him, we have to trade for or uh, can get a free agent uh, backup center who can stretch the floor. We really need a stretch floor center who can shoot threes. So my thing is, we have to cut uh, Nolan's Noel, maybe cut Tash as well. But bring him back for a veteran, veteran minimum. So uh, I don't know what is what this is, um, one million or two uh, two million, um, and then pick a, a backup center who can stretch the floor. Uh, see you next time, guys. It's hard next life. Peace out. I mean, is Malcolm Brogdon? I mean, they did just pick up Halliburton. So I, I mean, the two of them kind of. I mean, would that be a possibility? I don't know. There, I don't think there's a point to talking about. We we could look we could look into almost any point guard that's out there. You know, anything's going to be an upgrade from nothing, right? Yeah, I don't know, but you're going to have to trade a bunch of shit to get Malcolm Brogdon and then pay him twenty three million dollars a year. And that's not. I mean, I'm not. I'm not a fan. You know, there's a lot of other guys. I don't want him have. eating up that amount of money. Yeah. And and I mean, hey, Taj Gibson, man, turning himself into a stretch five. I mean, the guy's never taken threes before. He's, hit, he's hitting them, uh, you know, at a decent clip. Just hit two the other night against Charlotte. Barry, Barry. Hit some before that. <laughs> Barry, he's got to go. You're, n- you're not. You're, you're still think. You still think uh, you're Tom please. Thibodeau. Stop it. Stop with the. <laughs> stop with the. Get Taj back Gibson. to Barry. Yeah, Last go. week it was about Taj Gibson. <laughs> Just let it go. Give him the clipboard. Let Taj be Gibson back. be my number third. My number three center. All right. That's all I ask. Let him be and my DJ, get, stop lying to your, stop lying to us, to everybody, to yourself. Barry should stop lying too. We're all rooting for fucking losses. I don't care what anybody says. Was I excited that the kids won against Charlie? Yeah, I would have fucking rather they lost. We would be, you know, if they lost, we. I think we would be like in the eighth spot right now with like a twenty five percent chance of top four pick. If we just fucking lost that game, right. if if they play well and it's exciting basketball. But they end up losing by a little bit. I mean, that's that's, that's what's the ideal right now. Yeah. That's the dream right now, that's scenario. Yeah, kids play well. RJ plays well. It's a fun game to watch. We fucking blow a big lead at the very end. That's perfect. <laughs> Move up in the draft. That's perfect scenario. Next voicemail. All right, Fred. This is Ralph, and while I agree with the tanking sentiment. It's impossible for me to root for the Knicks to lose when I'm watching a game. I just can't do it. And as far as, uh, you know, people tuning out uh, when the news is on, I don't really think it's the news. I actually think it's uh, people are tired of hearing that same old Crunken commercial. You know, the sexy Crunken stuff. Um, okay. Personally, I try to skip that over when I can. 
right. Ow. Anything you want to add, Jamie? Go <laughs> ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, thanks, Ralph. Uh, and no, we shouldn't I'm... attack the Crumb Cake ads. Do they? You think the two of them? So I know they watch Nick games together. You don't think the two of them listen to the podcast together? Do you? Oh God! If if she sits through the podcast with him, the... then she's like, the, well, she's I'm an angel. Her, I'm picturing her listening to your Crumb Cake ads. Oof. They don't. That... They forget. They forget fast forward through them. It's disgusting. That's true. To them, I'm sure. That's true. Honestly, you really think she listens? Well, that's a good question. I'll Ralph, tell you what. Please let us know. I'll tell you what. Ralph is just saying he doesn't like them because Janie's sitting right next to him. <laughs> but no. he goes back when she's not around and listens to those Crumpkin ants. I don't Ralph, think so. Yeah, I don't believe Ralph doesn't appreciate the Crumpkin ants. Come on. Actually, I do. That's. <laughs> but Ralph loves our show regardless of them, which I think says a lot, you know? Right. Even though we discussed him for about two minutes an episode, he still comes back and listens. That is love, guys. Mm. Next voicemail. There we go. Hey, what's going on, boys? I'm just listening to the pod right now. Uh, we're talking about Mitchell Robinson, so I'm kind of still in the middle of it. But, um, Craig, I feel you. I feel you, man. Honestly, I do. If they let Mitch walk, that's going to be a problem. But I can't fault the front office. Now, I'm going to tell you why. Because when they signed Nerlens Noel, he was playing well, okay? Mitch was barely on the court. So they couldn't have foreseen Mitch playing the way he's playing right now, all right? Let's be honest. Mitch can barely stay on the court. And if he's healthy, he's getting into all kinds of foul trouble. So the fact that they signed Nerlens Noel is because Nerlens Noel was playing well that year. This year, I don't know what happened, but I can't really fault the front office because we didn't even know if, if Mitch was ever going to be back on the court. Is he saying everything three fucking times? His leg, his knee, his ankle. Uh, you know, the guy can <laughs> barely stay on the court. Himself. So I, I, I can't fault the front office on that. Anyways, that's my thought. Let me know what you guys think. First of all, could have been a third you, of the length, the whole, that voicemail. The whole voicemail, what? That voicemail could have been a third of the length because he said every single point three times. Are you that you're really upset about this, Barry? That's Brandon. You go. Come on, that's like, Brandon. Take our it boy down. Brandon, relax. I, I think everything he said is is accurate. I think it's great point. I just didn't need to hear the same point three times. That's all. I'll tell you what I need to hear. He boy, had like his. That escalated quickly. Brandon, you had like your turn signal on the entire time. Yeah, what was that? that? It was like that? it was like it was he was signal. bouncing a ping pong ball against the no, wall. Or no, it was his. It was his it was turn his, signal. His turn signal or like yeah. the emergency like signal as you stop somewhere. Um, it's a long fucking light you were sitting at. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Listen, I mean, I, 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 I think you can fault the front office. I understand that Mitch hasn't been healthy, but he's their starting center and you they play their best with him. And they did last year too. And you have to at least hope, you can't not put yourself in a chance... Give yourself a chance to to extend him or sign him again, you like. Otherwise, why are they developing him? You know, right? But you have why to make sure. And then, like you Blandy have to make said, sure why you... didn't they fucking trade him then during the trade deadline? Right, what but if you're going to sign Mitch, if you're going to sign Mitch, do you have to make sure that you either have a trade in the works for Noel or trade Noel first before you sign Mitch? 
I just don't see how you're going to sign Mitch with Noel on the books at that same position at that amount of money. Just doesn't make sense. Don't don't you think they were counting on him being injured at some point during the course of the year, and then that would have helped their leverage when it came to you know signing him in the off season? Well, I don't know. It would have been. I, I mean, think they, the team they made, was probably expecting that, that he would case. have gotten hurt at some point. I don't think they were expecting him to play as many games as he has, put up the numbers that he has, because obviously that's that's kind of given him all the leverage. I I, I don't think that they expected that. I honestly think they would. Um, this is what I what I expected. Is I think is what maybe they were expecting was that he was he was going to be injured. Not that it would help their leverage, but that they're not going to they weren't going to be interested in signing him because of his injury history to a big deal, and they were willing to take their chances of him leaving. But unfortunately for them, and fortunately for Mitch, he had a really healthy and great year. He's yeah. going to make his money somewhere, whether it's here or not. He's getting it. Yeah, he's getting it. There we go. Oh, yeah. Take a guess who it is. You know, I've got a, I've got an issue. I used to be the third wheel on this show. I was here much earlier than Blanderson Hooper. Blanderson, I was the third wheel, not you. But you've come in. Doing my spotlight. I got a promo for you, Blanderson. Next voicemail. Oh, yeah, Blanderson Hooper. I remember way back when us Knicks fans were bonded, yeah. You made a lot of promises to the macho man, didn't you? Promises that you didn't keep. I remember one specific one, yeah. You promised that RJ would never be in a dangerous position. You broke that promise, didn't you, Blanderson Hooper? And who had to come in and make that critical save? The macho man, Randy Savage. Absolutely necessary. When you're down and out, that's well, what's he talking about? Play, but you, you, you don't play. know, right? I, I don't no. know. No, RJ Barrett would never know. be in a dangerous situation. Macho, I don't know what you're talking about. By different rules, yeah. You got to get in your grandstand and your hot dog. And yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember a time when I played the Hawks too. And the fact that I had Trey Young at the outside of the court, just like you. The only difference is I was doing real good, yeah. And I was starting out there like a champion, yeah. But guess who shows up for no reason What's at all? What's he talking about? grandstanding and hot-dogging in it. You, man. You, Blanis and Hooper. Yeah. You couldn't just stand and sit back with your feet up and watch the champion in action. Well, look at this, prima donna. Blanis and Hooper, not only are you a hot dog, a grandstander, a showboat, and a prima donna. But you're a liar, too. He In hates fact, you. I remember you're a time when we stood in the front of the man that does nothing but lie. <laughs> Mike Breen. And you had some of the biggest lies that I've ever heard in my life. That's a lie, Blanis and Hooper. And that's enough to get me hot. Or what you said to RJ is enough to get me bit of boiling point. Yeah. Blanis and Hooper, you say you love RJ. I got news for you, man. I got news for you. RJ is going to be in the corner of the Macho Man, Randy Savage, at the NBA Finals, yeah. Let me tell you something. You say you love me like a brother. Well, listen to this, Blanderson Hooper. I hate you. I hate your guts. And that was going to be left all over the court at the NBA Finals. What? What Was that like like a take on on him going after Hulk Hogan? You know, like loving you like a brother. And that might have been like a... When when the Macho Man and the and the Hulkster had a had a falling out, maybe that's what he was doing. And who's R.J. Barrett in that scenario? I don't I don't, I don't know. 
I'm just I'm I'm grasping at straws. You have to be some right. fucking wrestling insider to understand what was just happening for the past <laughs> three minutes. It sounded like he had like fifteen different separate promos against you or something that he was just yeah like I, going I guess. crazy about. Did they have anything to do with each other? I didn't. I couldn't figure out what the fuck was going on. He hates you though. That is clear. Well, I mean, usually in these situations, you know, when one wrestler goes on a rant like that, the other wrestler has a chance to rebut or respond. Now I'm good. You're good? Okay. Yeah, I'm good. All right. Time's you have one more here. voicemail, right? Yes. Yes, we do. Okay. This is the... You thought that was fucking weird? <laughs> oh, boy. Wait till you fucking hear this one. All right. Here we go. So, Barry, a little birdie tells me that uh, you're asking how I'm doing because you know I got health issues. And you think you got a rich uncle in Miami, he's going to leave you a little something. Remember you in his will. Uh, you know, I don't name names, but the little birdie was your cousin Lenny. Uh, anyway, yeah, I'm not a healthy man. Uh, I, 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 got a, I got a list right here. Your aunt gave me to take to the doctor on Thursday to tell him all my symptoms. You want to hear my? I'll tell you. Oh, I got restless leg syndrome. I got irritable bowel syndrome. I got a spastic colon, a restless kielbasa, irritable elbow. I got glaucoma. I got a subdural hematoma. I got a subdural navratilova, an enlarged prostate, an enlarged small intestine, a shrunken large intestine. I got acid reflux. I got angina. Not a mangina. That's a totally different thing. That's what Blandy has. Not that. Uh, Look. Yikes. You want I'll remember you in my will? I'll remember you in my will. It's going to say, I remember Barry, and that's it. That's it. Just so you know. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, was I look, right? Was that weird? What was weirder, was the weird. Macho Man call or that one? No, Macho was weirder. Uh, macho Uncle was weirder? Funkle, look, I, I love you. Um, I think he had some good lines in there. I think if you edited that down to like he did? 15 seconds. I like the Navratilova line. Yeah, that's a good one. That was a I good one. That was but good. the whole thing was it's too long. If you edit it down to 15 seconds, give us your A game. I think it could be good. Got to edit yourself. If you wanted to be in his will before, he's not going to put you in it now after that. Right, right. I'll talk to Lenny. Uh, Uncle Funkle, I thought that call was perfect. I just think you need to keep doing exactly what you're doing. <laughs> no, you didn't. Yeah, it's fabulous. You warned us pre-show. <laughs> I don't think. Listen, Uncle Funkle, you are perfect just the way you are. All right, don't let Barry change you. Yeah, you're trying to get that Miami money. I want that <laughs> Miami money for sure. All right, y'all hear that music? It is time for the news with Blanderson Hooper, brought to you by Clarkson Avenue Crumb Cake Company, who's changing. The crumb cake game. Now, who doesn't want to do a sexy Clarkson Avenue crumb cake ad read after Ralph just told us he fucking hates that? I know, and especially since it's like the seventh time we'll be doing the Danny Boy. It's still been doing the Danny Boy for, yeah, four months now. It's, so. it's still the Danny Boy. It's still the, is this the last? There's, there could be another one. Um, It's going to be right on the edge. Ralph, we'll see you later. Yeah, Ralph, <laughs> we'll be back in about two minutes. <laughs> yeah, if we or just, if, or just, Cover Janie's ears. For a couple if we minutes. do this on Friday, then we'll have a new one. If we do it before Friday, then mm-hmm. it will be the Danny Boy again. We, I think we have to do a show after Friday, just for that. <laughs> just for that. Maybe you could reach out to them and get a, a sneak peek of what the new one is, so that way. I we think can, you uh, should. You should. You me? seem to have a better relationship with them now. Yeah. yeah. I'm not wearing my shirt today, by the way. 
it's still in the wash, so. Hmm. Yeah. What'd you do to it? Too much fun with that last night. I'd rather not get into it. Use your imagination. Uh. All right. Once again, <laughs> it is. It's the so Brooklyn. boring. If you want to talk about just for their crumb case in general, you don't always have to talk about the Danny Boy. Oh well, yeah. I mean, usually that's what we do the the crumb talk cake, about the crumpkins, of their flavor. Remind month. people of all the other good flavors they have because they have so yeah, many sure. staple flavors. Do, does Barry have to do the ad read for you Why again? Not? Does we all have right. to give it back to Barry? You've got the spectacular classic crumb, which is actually on sale until the he end of March. Starts with the classic crumb, Craig. Out of all those flavors, that's, that's the out first in the, the list, shit. Barry. Well, this you don't need to go Kipper through every Vice. fucking flavor. They've got so many of them. You've got the salted caramel now crumb you're cake. Talking. If you are more of a dark type person, you could go with the Brooklyn <laughs> Joe. Crumb cake. If you're into the what? dark stuff, I think I, have to, I think I have to edit that out. <laughs> That's racist. If you're yeah, into the mean? dark stuff, the- is that like no, once you, said, you go black, you, you never go back? Person. You said you're a dark person. Yes, you did. Is that what he said? He didn't say if you're into the dark stuff. No, he said if you're yeah, a dark no, I thought person. Yeah, no, I said when you're if you're into the dark stuff. I don't know. We'll hear it on the playback. I thought he what said I meant was if you're into chocolate crumb cake. That's what I meant, not the regular. Crumb cake. <laughs> it didn't come out the right way. What are you gonna do? You've got the raspberry blackout crumb cake, there's the Brooklyn Joe, and there's the Brooklyn Blackout. You've got a number of different crumb cakes. So we're not talking about just regular plain crumb cake. We're talking about chocolate crumb cake as well. And each of these crumb cakes has got a delicious crumb, some kind of jam or preserve or Ugh. cream in there as well. Landy, have be- you ever have you ever gotten had like a gotten a, a whole lot of them, and so you uh, mean like a crumb cake like, orgy? Is that what I you're didn't want to about? say it? But yes, a crumb, <laughs> a crumb cake, cake orgy. orgy. No, the only time I've ever had Threesome? two Nothing. at once. I think the only time I ever had two different kinds at once. Didn't you have Barry at your house that time? Were, were there yeah. two? Yeah, it was, that was it. Yeah, so that's mm. the only time I've done that at Barry's. You were there too, Craig. We were all there. We all had two. Uh-huh. I mean, that was that yeah. was a crazy night. Oof. Yeah. Well, a little we're not crumb menage. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. From holiday, gift, uh, from holiday gift boxes to the world-famous Crumpkins, they even have a Crumb Cake of the Month subscription gift for three, six, or 12 months. Go to ClarksonHaveCrumb.com. Use promo code HARDICKSLIFE for 23% off your order. It's time to spin that wheel, Blandy. Are you ready? We have replaced, by the way... What we get? We, what we swap out Canadian with? We just removed Canadian. We just right? removed it. Yeah. And now it. instead of roller coaster, we have what? Uh, about to crap your pants. About to crap your pants. All right. That's a good one. So That's a good one. I'm hoping for that. I don't even remember <laughs> what else is on there, but let's see what we get. Spin the wheel, and remember, you go right into the accent. Don't even say, "Hey, this All right, is." Well, I'm uh, gonna, should I do the? Like, right. let's see if we can even guess what it is. So, All right, hold on. just go right into it. <laughs> Oh, hello, Barry and Craig. French. It is so nice to see you. Wow. It has been quite a bit of time <laughs> since you and I have chatted. <laughs> so appropriate with Fournier breaking that record. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Evan Fournier is so wonderful. Oh. 
Would it not be great if it's a French accent who has to really take a shit? Come on. <laughs> Even if it doesn't end up on that, you just say that's where it ended up. Let's uh, see. Uh, I'm spinning the wheel. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to give you the news. I do not know if I can do this, but I am going to do the best that I can. Is that you really ended up on... You have to take a shit... Frenchie? Oh, no. Oh, no. No, no, no. I do not have to uh, take a... I am very, very, very frightened. Something is making the noise in the back room. I do not know what that... What that is. I will start off in the city of New... The city of New York. With the mayor. The mayor, Eric Adams, today he has announced... That there will be a vaccine exemption for the players. <laughs> so weird, man. Are you paying attention to him at all, Barry? And the performers yeah, and Kyrie Irving will be allowed to play in the basketball games. <laughs> I don't know, Craig, you know. After last week, I thought we were going to have to take away the title of the White Wayne Brady, but now he's he's coming back. He's coming you back this like week, I think. You're you liking like what I am doing I here, Barry. I think he's doing well, yeah. Thank you very much. I don't know what I'm getting the but... sense that this is just annoying, but you actually like it. I, I was on yeah, the verge I was of saying See, I was we should get rid week. of the emotions. Yeah, oh. I could get if, I could get behind that, too. Okay, so you just want me to then speak with the French accent for the rest of this? Yes, we I think so. Okay, yeah, so we don't that's what that. I will do. Because you're going to act scared for the for the next two minutes. Well, <laughs> you are the ones that told me to add a second wheel. If you just want the wheel of with the accent, is that is fine with me? All right, let's just do the accent for the rest. All right. Of so I can't imagine listening to you the way you were just going. As I was saying today, Eric Adams uh, announced this. Uh, Vaccine exemption for uh, performers and uh, for athletes. So Carrie can now uh, play basketball uh, for the rest of the season for the New Jersey Nets. Uh, this has made many people in the city very, very upset. Uh, I'm not sure if you've heard about this, but back in February, more than 1,400 workers for the city had been fired for refusing to get the vaccine. And now Kyrie... And others, Aaron Judge, maybe, Yankees, are allowed to play even though they do not have the vaccine. Yeah, it's fucking uh, great timing that uh, mm. they lasted this long. And now right before like baseball season when the Yankees and Mets are really going to yes, be affected. Yes, yes. And there's a uh, lot more than just Kyrie. They're changing this. And just for athletes and performers. Which is yes, just for athletes and performers. <clears throat> so uh, you know, not uh, so for the for the elite, not for the regular New York City person, because that is still in uh, that is still in play for them. Uh, remember, this does help the Nets. However, if they do end up having to go to Toronto for any games, Kyrie cannot play because still you must be vaccinated to get into uh, Canada. And when does this start? Did you say that? Uh, I believe third? it goes into effect today? immediately. And, and if the playoffs <clears throat> started today, I mean, it would be a play-in game between Toronto and Brooklyn. And Toronto uh, does have the better record currently, so it would be in Toronto. Mm. Uh-oh. Toronto's at seven, 
Brooklyn's at eight. Uh, Portland Trail Blazer Center, Yusef uh, Nurkic has been fined forty thousand uh, dollars for having an altercation with a fan. I believe uh, the fan said something about his grandmother, who I believe is dead. Uh, and uh, the, oh. the big tall uh, European man, he took the phone from the uh, from the fan and he threw mm-hmm. the phone. I saw that. I didn't phone. know he said something about his grandmother. I believe okay. something about his mother as well as his grandmother. You do not do that with someone that big. No. No. Uh, and then very quickly, last thing, and then I am done. Just some injury updates. Jean Marant uh, has tweaked his knee. He will be out for at least the next two weeks, which uh, probably will not uh, affect the Grizzlies that much. Uh, the Grizzlies so far this year are 15-2 and two without the Jean Marant in the yeah, lineup. And they, and they beat, beat the Nets the other day. Yeah. Yep. That's a um, fun team, man. I mean, I, I saw the end of that Brooklyn game, and um, I think they were interviewing right after the game, immediately after the game, they were interviewing Desmond Bain, and the entire team just came around Desmond. They're all jumping up and down. Just a young, whoa, whoa, whoa. exciting Did you say they all team. came around him? Oh, yeah. It sounds like a circle jerk, doesn't it? It wasn't <laughs> like that. They all huddled around well, him, jumped up and down. No, they and like um, you know, almost Bukaki? to a point where they tackled them. Just a, a fun team to watch and a team you're going to want to root for in the postseason. Yes, yes. Uh, Damian Lillard is uh, now officially done for the year. And in big news, uh, Zion Williamson will not play again this year. Uh, although, however, he did post a, a video of his crazy. big fat body. Making a you know under the leg, uh, dunk, uh, nice on yeah. on the Instagram, which is weird. Why would you post such video when they announced that you will no longer be? And playing? I saw that video, it's but crazy. that was that's a video from recent. That oh, wasn't some old fat. thing he posted. He's a big, he's a big, big boy. I assume he's okay based on that. And uh, yeah, and uh, that is the way. It's a basketball pancis. Wow. Viva la France! Are you excited about the Fournier breaking the record? I am extremely excited about the Fournier. Extremely. <laughs> extremely. There are well, very good article about him in uh, The Athletic today at the, uh, about oh. uh, you know him breaking the record and how much he practices and tries and hmm. you know just how he's been able to perfect his shot. That is all. <laughs> I am done. Practice. Talking about practice. I mean, listen, we're talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice. Well, practice works. All right, guys, that's going to do for today's show. Remember, you can reach out to us. It's thehardnextlife at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at thehardnextlife, Barry at Barry's Working, and Blandy at Blandy Hooper. And you can call us. That's right. Don't be shy. 516-33-MESH-1 is the Hard Knicks Life Hotline. Yeah, call in and tell us if you... Tell us if you don't like the Clarkson Avenue Crumb Cake ads, right? Don't you want to know? We can just do regular ads. We know Ralph hates them. Do you not like them? Are we losing people because of the Clarkson ads? Is that possible? No, all because the, way the end, though. I mean, I listen to podcasts and a lot of commercials come up, and I just hit like the skip fifteen second button. So I'm sure a lot of people do that with that. All good. Not that that's what we want people doing, because you know that's not good for Clarkson. 
So if we gotta get rid of it, then we'll, you know, then we'll change the way we're we do it. We're just trying to make it fun, you know? We could be boring. We could do boring ad reads like every other fucking podcast out there. We try to entertain, even during the bad ads. Except for Clip Battle Online, that's pretty fucking boring. <laughs> we should probably do that sexy. Should we do that in a sexy way? I mean, everything doesn't have to... Sexy doesn't have to be the go-to, you know, yeah. change-up. Three of us, it does. Do something else. <laughs> Three of us needs to be sexy. Listen, we like to keep the sexiness quotient... Yeah. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? <laughs> Three middle-aged men talking about basketball. I mean, what's not sexy about that? Yeah. That's true. That's true. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Wherever you listen or watch the show, remember leave us some ratings, reviews, subscribe wherever you do listen or watch. Should we talk about the schedule, or does it not matter? It doesn't matter, Craig. But does this it doesn't matter? fucking matter because we just want to lose, right? Yeah. Yeah. How many games are left in this season? Nueve. Yeah. Nine. That's nine. Yes. And I'd say it in French. Actually, I could say it in French. Un, deux, trois, quatre, cinq, neuf. Oh, neuf. Neuf is nine. You got to count. Oh, oh very impressive. Very. Yeah. Neuf. Yeah. Neuf. 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 All right. And so this game's left. ten. How the hell did you know that? Because my wife takes French lessons, Blanderson. Oh. <laughs> because uh, apparently I am moving to France when we retire. Are you being serious right now? I'm, yeah, I'm being serious. It's all planned out. My wife wants to live in fucking France. Um, Wait, did you so just she say wants, she wants to live and fuck wants, in France? I no, didn't. Wants to live in fucking but, France. But yeah, I could get behind that too. She oh, wants to live she, in France. Said, oh. Are you open to live? Are you open to that? I think so. I said for like six months or a year. Jay, do you know about this? Than, no, yeah, you guys I've don't know. This. Oh, you have heard no, this? No, I've okay. heard this. Yeah, yeah. we talked no, about this It's pretty true. It's going to be a long time So you're going to move to France at some point. That's her dream. Yep. Oh my God. So, a lot of Jews from Long Island in France. It's a big expat. It is right. Long Island Jew population right? in France. There is. Yes. Right, right outside yeah. of Paris. Mm. It's big. Very yeah. big. All right. Interesting. All right. Yeah. So anyway, so I could count to ten in French. Until next time, it is a hard Knicks life. It's a hard Knicks life. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.